Blog Talk Radio. I could say it'll keep happening, but look now, it's really happening. Who thought was impossible? Yeah. You say yes, now he's on a roll. Yeah. Blessings keep packing, warfare you packing. He's never leaving you alone. Whatever you speak, it unfolds. Having you say help, you're backing up up there. Yeah. Whatever you say here, yeah. backing up for there. Yeah. Speak whatever you want. What you've been dreaming, you got it. And don't doubt I need it. Show your feet tonight. Come on. Come on.
that I can hold on to A solid foundation That should never move No matter how strong the sea Or the wind may blow This thing is holding me And it's holding me love Hold me Her, she had no 
no husband or any any kids or whatnot. All she had was sisters and brothers, and they lived in Detroit. But the house was here in Texas, and the bank was scheduled to take the property uh, to the foreclosure market this past Tuesday. I actually had my assistant to fly to Detroit and give the uh, siblings uh, money in return, had them to sign over certain papers that I was able to present to the bank and actually pay the bank off. And therefore, the property never went to foreclosure. The heirs received some money, and the property now will be, you know, either sold or rented out for another family. But this way, we we stopped the bank from taking it and ensured someone ensured the heirs receive something for it. My God, that is absolutely awesome. Can you please tell people the name of your business and how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. Uh, the name of my business is Olive Tree Realty Solutions. And I've had this business for 20 years, and I chose the name Olive Tree because it's, it's to me, Olive Tree is a tree of peace. And I like to try to find a peaceful solution to your real estate needs. And wow. you can reach me at 919-36-9438. I'll repeat that. 919-536-9438. Jerome Campbell. Thank you so much, Jerome. Tonight, before we close out the show, we're going to be giving away two tickets to a show that you are helping to partner with. It's called the Alpha and Omega uh, comedy show for those who are listening and I want you to call back in right probably like uh, five minutes before um, 9 p.m. your time because I want you to be the one to announce the person's name. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. You have a great one and we'll talk to you in a little bit. Great. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. That was such a blessing to be able to hear what Jerome has been doing for over 20 years and please make sure you get in contact with him uh, if you um, are interested in any of the things that he just mentioned about you know his business and I'm going to say the name of the business again it is Olive Tree Realty LLC and again his name is Mr. Jerome Campbell you can find him also on Facebook I'm not sure if he's on Instagram but you can find him on social media as well. He's a very lively person, travels all over the country. Okay, so before we get to our guests for this hour, Montel, I want you to go to one more song, and it's going to be called Done by Pastor Mike Jr. We'll be right back, everyone. Yeah. When it's over, it's over I know it's my time, I know it's my time Loyalty's a crime, you wouldn't do no time I saw through your lies, I saw through your lies 2020 strong, I just played blind I ran the table, you were so fake though we Lost, but I ain't never won. You've 
better pray I never tell my side of the story Ten touchdowns would have never backed out If it really had to die, I would still be Now that I know I gotta go I gotta find my way Don't wanna leave, but we both know This is the only way I thank you for it all From the bottom of my heart With that said Tell him I'm done Yeah. Tell him I'm done When it's over, it's over Tell him I'm done I may regret it When it's all dead, it's done I'm gonna make it Show you I am the one Would have never backed out If he really had a doubt, I would still be When it's over Wow, I just love this new music from Pastor Mike Jr. We're going to have to do a giveaway even for that meeting pretty soon. <laughs> but our first guest of the evening is no stranger to Pierce from the Heavens with Lady Carmen, and she is someone who I just had to have on, especially since Valentine's Day is almost here. And that guest is none other than Pearl of Great Price, Miss Elder Pearl Marable. Please welcome her. How are you, Pearl? Are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to have you all with us on tonight. Wasn't that inspiring about what Jerome just got to talking about with his business? Yes, very inspiring. I work in Bank of America uh, for Bank of America and the home modifications, and I understood everything he was saying about trying to help people save their homes. Wow, that is amazing. Well, tonight with the segment with you, we're going to see if we can help people save their relationships and save their mar- and save their marriage. How about that? So there is something that came on my heart the other night and that, that I shared with you. Um, and it was a topic that I wasn't even sure if it was something that you had any experience in. But then you told me that there was a topic that God had placed on your heart earlier this week. Can you share with the listeners yes. tonight what that topic is? Yes. Uh, the, the topic literally about relationships is about whether or not people know when they're in love or is it actually a, a mantle um, you know, people get confused about what mantles are, and you know, being married 33 years, I've, I've learned a lot, and and so has my husband. Uh, you know, at first, when God starts showing you the deep things about relationships and about marriage, it, it can it can be terrifying, and then I think that's what I shared with you this week, and and you know, some. Uh, some of experiences that you have with people, when you find out who they really are, it can bring you to tears and, you know, it can just literally just break you because sometimes when we pray and say, Lord, show me if this is the right person, show me who this person really is, even as a single person, even even as a married person, you know, having discernment, we're all born with discernment. So literally, you know, we have to rely on the wisdom of God to know if we are, uh, this is the right person, 
uh, whether you're single, divorced, we literally have to just completely allow God to walk us through, you know, as, as my bishop always says, the vicissitudes of life, because it can be terrifying. Now I want to say, I want to ask you something, but first I want to make a statement. So the mm-hmm. topic title that he put on my heart is called, and Elder Ann will be with us in a little while, and she helped me put it together, but it, is this really mine, or is mm. it his mantle? So when you mm. talk about maturity in relationships, there are some people who have, are stuck with confusing Mm -hmm. what a person has, what a person does, who they're connected to, or what they can do for them with love. How did you know that it was really love with your husband of over 33 years? (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. All right. How much time we got? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, let let me start off by saying that, you know, I grew up hearing, and most of us have heard, you know, love is patient. Love is kind and so on and so on. But I began to, God began to deal with me about love about two or three months ago. And just to give you some background, the first time the the word love is mentioned, even used in the Bible is in Genesis 22 and 2, when he told Isaac, take now your son, your only son, whom you love, and offer him as a sacrifice so with me being married 33 years and let me just tell you i got my husband's permission we both have felt like we are sacrificial lambs even in marriage (laughs) now people may not be ready to hear that and i'm not trying to scare you i'm simply saying love is a sacrificial sacrificial act it's a way of life and it's easy to say, you know, I'm about that life. I'm ready. You know, I want this. And But whether you are married or single, love is about serving. Now, there how is a give and take. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. How, how, did you, how did you get to the place of what you just said about this sacrificial life? How did you get there? I, I got there with bumps and bruises to the Lord being completely honest and raw with him during my prayer time, during my quiet time, meditation, whatever you want to call it. The times I've gone to God and say, well, you know, he said, well, no, you don't want to discuss that with him. And I have had conversations with the Lord. I've had to sit in my pain and allow the Lord to process it because he was processing me before I can be anything, all those things that I want my husband to be, I have to be that for myself. I have to be contentment to myself. I have to be peace to myself. I have to be joy. Hey, 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 hallelujah. I have to be joy to myself. I have to search for it. Even in marriage, the same thing that's required when you're single, it's going to be required when you're married, even more so when you're married. I could not look outside and expect my husband to bring, be my happiness and be my everything and my all in all. No, I, you have to get that from God. 
He, the Holy Spirit is really putting in my heart that we need to go deeper. Not necessarily in your situation, but we have to go deeper because there is someone who is literally stuck on a man's Amen. Amen. With an idea of what they uh-huh. want, but it's not the will. Jesus. Yeah. It's not the will. It's not the will of God. It's an ideal of what they want. Okay. And there okay. are people who are mesmerized by the anointing. They're mesmerized by a person who is prominent. They're mesmerized by what they feel it's going to cause them uh, to become if they can get connected to this person or that person. And I know it can work either way, male or female. Have you run into a situation where God used you to help someone get out of that type of rut of being stuck in a situation that appeared to be love, but it wasn't? Oh, my goodness. Amen. Amen. Well, I can tell you that, first of all, we hear the word mantle used quite a bit. And I had to literally just get an understanding of what the word mantle is. Mantle, let me say, is for the mature. I'm going to say that again. Mantle is for the mature. Mantle is for the mature. The mature person who is single or married, again, I'm going back to they have to be to themselves what they they want the other person to be. The, the, the list that you have for a mate, whoever you are that's listening, the list, the requirements, the prerequisites that you have, God is saying he wants you to bring those to him. I, I want her to be able to cook. I want her to look this way. I want her to look that way. God is saying, submit all of that to me. Make your request known unto me by prayer and supplication. Supplication, present that list to God. It's not vain to God and tell him, this is what I desire. He made you. He knows what, he he already knows what you desire, but he doesn't want you in a place where you don't ever feel like that can happen and will happen for you. He wants he wants you to come to him raw. God, listen, I'm discouraged. This doesn't feel good. I, I just don't know anymore. I don't have the answer. Well, let me tell you this. This is what I heard the Lord say to me. He says some things are taught. And he said, some things are caught. Mm. The question I have for you is, do you want it? When I say, do you want it? Do you want the mantle of what is God is asking you to do as a single person? The mantle. The mantle pulls your, the blinders back and opens your eyes to the things that are real. Even though it may be terrifying, it's still real. God is saying, do you want it? Do you want the mantle? God wants to release the mantle tonight where he can bring you to a place of maturity, whether you are single or married. You will know. You will know. You will know. 
It's not by that might, it's not by, by power, but my by God. my spirit. Thanks, hey. Lord. Before we go into the next segment, I want you to say a quick prayer for the person who is in that place where they are saying, God, I am ready. I'm ready Mm -hmm. to mature. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to Mm -hmm. be able to finally lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset me as we get ready. For the Super Bowl yeah. coming up, it's going to be all yeah. types of stuff on. going on. It's going to be all <laughs> types of people getting drunk. It's going to be people all just laid out. I will never forget. Yeah. I, I was part yeah. of an uh, a advertising group that was at the Super Bowl, and we were there for two entire weeks. And then we ended up being at a after party that was for, of course, unfortunately, the Atlanta Falcons lost that year. So we were with some of their family members. And when I tell you that it was women who looked like video women, women that would be in the the famous videos, and they were just drunk and out of their mind, couldn't even hold Uh walk. And when I saw Uh that, I was like, is this what it is? Is this what Uh all the hype is about? Uh Is this it? Uh I don't want Uh to see the women that are listening on tonight be in a position to where you are so devastated by blindness that you can't even see who you really are. You can't even see that you are the queen that God is calling you to be. And yeah. so I want you to stay real quick with somebody and let them yeah. know um, that God is able. You've been married for 33 yeah. years. That is a... Yeah. You should get an award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because a lot of marriages yeah. don't even last three days. Or let me say it this way, three years. Yeah. And some don't last three months, unfortunately. <laughs> So 33 years, that is a long time. And we're getting ready to bring Elder Ann on in a little while. But before we go into the next song and bring her on, I just want you to say a quick prayer real quick. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for those that have listened. And I pray that there's something that would say it, God, where they will begin to find contentment and hope in you. That, Father, that the foundation would be laid, that the mantle, God, that they are trusting you for, Father, that their vision will not be skewed, Lord, where they'll be able to see things as they are, and they'll be able to see who they are in you, that as the woman of God just said, that they are the queen, they're the prize. So, Father, I pray that you begin to remove blinders right now, that, Father, I can attest that marriage has been a hard thing, but, Father, the rewards, the rewards are greater. And, Father, I pray for those that are in places, the hard places, God, where they're ready to give up. And, Father, I pray that you send your word and heal and deliver from every destruction. We cancel premature death and destruction. We cancel every lie of the enemy. Father, you have told us to make our request known unto you by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And, Father, it was at the point that I was ready to give up, and you stepped in. And then you allowed me to be content with who I was. I began to say, Lord, if it, don't, if it doesn't happen, I'm okay. And, God, that's when you showed up. God, that's when you poured, you began to pour your love all over me. And I pray that for the listeners, God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they will make their requests known unto you by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And, Father, I declare 
that it will be done. I thank you for this new place of maturity for every listener. I for the mantle of maturity that's falling right now on them. I decree it. They're catching it in the spirit. It's done, and I praise you for it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to thank you so much for joining us on tonight, Elder. Everyone, for those of you that don't know, we have an event that is coming up called Prevail. It is a citywide prayer meeting that is going to be in Dallas, Texas on March 4th, right before a comedy show that we're doing called Alpha and Omega Comedy Show, and it's going to feature the host, uh, comedian Nanette Lee, and our headliner is none other than Barry Brewer, who will be on with us later on in the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Elder Pearl will be one of the prayer leaders at Prevail. So for right now, we are going to go into a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to interview actress Ann Kaplan. So, Miss Montana, the song that I think we should play right now is called Able by Pastor Mike Jr. I am grounded in your love Can't comprehend the depth of your grace I'm living proof you still deliver And your blood covers
Jesus, but we trust in you. Yes, God. Yeah. Yeah. We trust in you. With all of our hearts. Glory to God. Welcome back to Piercing the Heavens with Lady Carmen. We are so excited um, to be with you all on tonight. Our next guest is none other than actress and elder Ann Taplin. Ann, are you there? Absolutely. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It's been a long time coming. We are so excited to have you on with us on tonight. Before we get started, I just want to say, is there anything you want to piggyback on from that last? I tell you what, uh, is it love or is it his mantle? Is it love? Is it really love or is it his mantle? (laughs) I was like, okay. You know, sometimes it's hard for married women to relate to that when they've had their husband for 33 years. But I've been single. And I've been out there with them other single girls that uh, get trapped and caught up with that anointing on that man's life. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they get trapped and thinking that it's love, but it's really mm-hmm. the mantle that's on his life. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can take you to a whole nother place. You could end up falling and 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 doing some things that you had not planned to do because you're so caught up in that anointing on that man's life. My God. Mm-hmm. My God. Just mm-hmm. go just keep, mm-hmm. keep going just for a few moments before we get to your movie. Just keep going. Okay, well, uh I've seen it in person. If I named a, per, a, a particular pastor, everyone would know him. But I remember uh, back in the day when women, single women, were showing up at his church with their uh, veil wow. and wedding dress on. And all of them. Now, everybody can't be his wife, right? But all of them were showing up saying <laughs> that God called me to be your wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody lied. Silly women. <laughs> you, you know, the Bible talks about silly women. Uh, it, they yes, were silly yes. women showing up with a veil and a wedding dress. My God. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they were caught up, not moving in the realm of the spirit, but they were moving in that flesh. And it was that mantle, uh, how that man, whatever accomplishments he had made, uh, whatever level he had uh uh, now moved up to uh, in the in the realm of churchdom to where everyone knew him. His church had gotten bigger. Uh, his congregation was large. Uh, uh, his money was right. All of the above. It had nothing to do with, with love. It was the mantle on his life. So women, don't be silly women. <laughs> don't. That's not what you want to run after I, 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 anyway because that could – that could fade. So you don't want to be running after that anyway. That's absolutely right. Has there ever been a time when you had to personally minister to someone who was in that situation? Absolutely. In the very situation where I was very, very close in proximity to that particular ministry, 
and uh, some women that that all believed uh, that they were that particular pastor's wife. Wow. Absolutely, I did. Absolutely, we are absolutely going to have to do a whole other show just on this topic. My oh, it's God. a hot topic. It's happening right now. My God. Oh, my God. Silly women, my God. Can just, I feel like just, just speak, speak something to that so we can move into the movies. I knew this topic was going to do what it just did. I knew it was going to do that. It's hard to move off of that. It's hard to move off of that. But I really felt like for some reason um, that topic needed to be brought up. And I, I told um, Elder Pearl last night, I said it may just be one person that's going to be listening that God's hand is on. And I feel like it's a female that is connected to a ministry. And God's hand is on you, woman of God. But this thing that you feel and that you believe is not his will. And I just speak over you right now that the will of God shall be done in your life. And you're going to find yeah. out who you are. And he's showing me right now that you are like the queen Esther. Esther was a person that was set aside for the master's use, for the kingdom of God. And he did place her in the palace. And it was an individual who was a king. He wasn't in the ministry, but he was a king. And see, sometimes people are stuck on the individual that God may bring to you because he doesn't speak in tongues. But the person that God has to be, he may not speak in tongues. I know this this may get just all the way controversial by, by the end of the day, but he may not speak in tongues. Esther's husband didn't fast for speaking tongues, but that was emphatically who God had for her. My prayer for you tonight is that God will connect you with exactly who he has for you in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, yes. And then we're going to make a movie about it. How about that? So now we can move on into the movies. So, Woman of God, (laughs) there is a project that you did last year, but you also have some other movies that are coming up. Tell us about that. Well, uh, I was pretty excited about um, uh, the film that was released on July 5th, 2022, uh, Blind Confession. Pretty powerful uh, story. Uh, Yes, we saw it. We'd love everyone to go and take a look at that. It's on on Amazon Prime and on Tubi. So if you don't want to rent it or buy it, you can go to Tubi and watch it for free. I have two other projects that uh, are going to be released on this year uh, for distribution. And so uh, that will be, that information will be coming soon as to what platforms it will be on. But uh, one of them uh, (laughs) is called Love Thy Neighbor. And uh, the other one is Lady Thug. Yeah, you heard it, now, Lady you, you Thug. You got to tell us about the Lady Thug character. Now, what is an elder doing playing a thug? Tell us about that character. 
you you know the controversy I believe with uh, most people that feel um, some kind of way about actors and actresses when they play roles. What the first thing that you have to realize is that it's only a role that that actor or actress is portraying, and bringing that character to life. I know that some of us do it so well, it's hard to believe that we're not that character, but we're not. If we're playing the role of a thug uh, in this particular film, uh, Lady Thug, um, you have to, mm, the moment that you see the movie, you have to remove the person who is playing the role. You have to get them out of the way. And then look at the character that is being played. That's the, you know, so when people say, oh, she an elder, she a preacher, she, what's she doing taking that role for that film? Well, you know what? You have to decide how far you're going to go, okay, first of all. As an actor and an actress, you have to de- uh, decide right from the beginning how far you are going to go. But even with that, keep in mind that it is only a role that you are playing in a film. That is excellent. Let me ask you a question. Have you, me, I feel like you have, but is there a time where someone close to you ever said something along the lines that they didn't believe it was God for you to do something like that? I think uh, people can do that with their body language. They can do that with not supporting you uh, in that area. They don't have to verbally say anything to you. It's their nonverbal. And, yes, I've gotten some nonverbals until until they actually decided, after much talk about it amongst other preachers, about going to see the film Blind Confession because it's, it's against the film. Okay, but yeah. it has a, a remarkable story and a remarkable end in which I have a great part in that. So until they look at that and go and look at the message that's being presented through the character that I play, then they go like, oh, see, prejudging, yeah. prejudging, and still basing the character on the person, on the real person that played it. They, they're they're not they're not the same person. So yes, the answer how is would yes. you how would you encourage a person who may maybe they're not in the ministry, but maybe they feel that if they step out to pursue a career as an actor as an actress that they won't be received by the church. What would you say to that person? Um, acting. In the beginning, is you have to really get your hustle on. If you do not have representation uh, in the beginning, then that means you're independent, and your interest, that means that you're going to have to hit the pavement and look for every open audition in your area. Because if you're just new starting out going into that area, uh, you want to have some training uh, in that area. There are master classes with a lot of directors uh, in your local area. All you have to do is uh, Google 
classes for acting, acting classes, and they have master classes that can go anywhere from eight weeks to eight months that are really in-depth, that uh, train you in voice and diction and uh, character uh, roles and playing those and uh, memorizing lines, that's that's very important. But embracing the role means taking it on. It's more than just the conversation that we're having right now. It's more than just reading lines. Anybody can read the lines, but you have to become that individual to deliver the story. So you get all of that in training. So you've got to be willing uh, to uh do some study and some training if you're going to go into this field of acting. Training and study. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried method acting? <laughs> Say that again. Have you ever tried method acting? Meaning? Well, there was an actor, um, I believe it may have been Michael B. Jordan, that chose to do that for his character, Killmonger. Um, yeah. And he literally had to do therapy when it was over. Well, uh, if you can, listen, you can get yourself lost in a role. Um, you you really, really can because uh, in order to, uh, take on a role that has um, a lot of depth as far as, let's say that you're in a film and you just lost someone that was very, very close to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to come from a place of pain. And in order to get that place, you, you have to go back maybe in your your memory, uh, your background where uh, you experience a deep place of pain and you grab hold of that in the role that you're playing and you carry that on, sometimes in order to detach from that, uh, uh, detach from that, I'm sorry, detach from that, you, you either, either some self-therapy or I've known actors that really got trapped to where they really need a therapist to help them come back. So you yeah. can't get lost. You you can. You can't get lost in a film. I've I've seen some uh films that have taken on uh, actors that have taken on roles that were true stories. And um uh imagine uh I'll bring up the film Elephant Man. Wow. Elephant man. Okay. Yeah. He he had to do some in depth uh study and uh, relating to uh mind, body and spirit for that character. And so uh uh the exorcist. Let me let me bring that out. Okay. That young lady <laughs> had to go into therapy after that. Was it Linda Blair? Uh, that I played that role. She was young. I, yeah. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah, and she she needed tons of therapy after that because she got lost lost in that role. Everybody believed that she was possessed. So yeah, yeah. you you can get trapped, and you do you you can position yourself where you need some therapy 
following that. You still there? I said we are so excited about the projects that you have coming up. I said, but we're also yes. excited about you hosting Prevail for us. And oh, absolutely. Put on my heart. She put on my heart that you were to be the one to host Prevail for us. Um, it is going to be March the 4th in downtown Dallas at the Black Academy of Arts and Letters, Naomi Bruton Theater. And it's going to take place right before our Alpha and Omega comedy show that is going to be starring uh, comedian Barry Brewer, who's going to be on with us in a few minutes. And it's going to be hosted by none other than the queen of comedy, Miss Nanette Lee. So is there anything that you can tell us about your preparation for Prevail in just a minute or so? Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about Prevail. Uh, this is a, a season uh, where prayer is really needed with the, just the onset of all that is taking place in the earth right now, um, um, the things that are happening in Turkey and Syria right now that we're praying for those people. I believe 21,000 uh, uh, loss of life uh, up to this very time. So what I'm expecting is for, you know, it's like uh, whosoever will, let them come. There's yes. a space uh, there in every family, every person's life where they know that they need prayer. And this is what we know. Uh, the word says in Second Chronicles 7 and 14, it says, if my people which are called by my name That's shall humble it. themselves and pray and seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. So I am appealing to everyone, come out and join us in a time of prayer. Bring your worship. Bring your praise with you. Bring your expectation with you because God is going to show up, and he is definitely going to show out. So we want to see you in the place. Yes, and tell them how can they register? What do they need to do? Actually, I I believe it's on social media uh, platform, isn't it? Yes, is it a link there? It's social. Yes, it's actually it is free. free. It's free. It's um, free. It's free. <laughs> and all they have to do is it's go going to, to be at the Academy of Arts and Letters, and yes. I believe that Lady Carmen has put. Links out on social media that I have seen. Uh, uh, what ticket is it at Ticketmaster? Well, the Ticketmaster is for the Omega. The Ticketmaster is for the Alpha and Omega Comedy Show. Eventbrite right. is how they register for Prevail. Eventbrite, so, that's yes. it. So you can go to yes. Eventbrite and click on for uh, to let us know that you're coming, and those tickets are free. So bring people with you. Bring your family with you. Come with expectation. God will be there. I guarantee it. Yes, he will. We are so excited. Uh, God put prevail on my heart. Uh, Initially, while I was in the hospital, a lot of people don't know, but I was in the hospital for over a month last year um, after losing my mom and dad within six months. Um, And then I was just in and out of the hospital all the way up, off and on, up until October of last 
year. Um, and then God supernaturally healed me. Actually, I was on the phone with you, Elder and my God, my God, when God supernaturally healed me. Jesus. Praise I will God. never forget that. Do you remember that day? I remember the yeah. I would have to go back and yeah. my notes, but I, I told you, I said, this is the first day yeah. that I, it was just so, it was like, a, it was a miracle. It was literally a miracle. Everyone, you do not want to miss prevail. It's going to be absolutely awesome. God put on my heart to do it close to Purim. And God also used Elder Pearl to stand in agreement with me with prayer, and we were able to get the building for March 4th. That was not just by happenstance. That was prayer. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. I want you to kind of stick around, though, and I may need you later on at the end of the show. Um, Barry Brewer is going to be coming up next, but before we go to him, Evangelist Montel, I would love to hear a song Another song, there's a new album that Pastor Mike Jr. has out, it is on fire. There's a song called I Choose. Can you play that for me? And after that, we will interview comedian Barry Brewer. We'll be right back. One of the principles I learned in cross country and in relay is that once you take off running, never look back. Looking back slows you down. As you slow down, you give your enemy the advantage of catching up. I got a feeling everything's gonna be alright. Endless sleep, my God, work of a job. Like that great, that bird, I'm in love, my brother. Every time I need to be shot, right on shine. Complain about life Stop all that crying They hate it on Christ They hate it on Jesus Lord ain't no guessing I know that you did it I don't ask no questions You know that I'm with it When I get blessings I know you gon' flee Feel like he did with our loathing suspicion 
got a feeling that this thing gon' be alright Ain't lose sleep, my God, we're gonna die Like that quest, I'm fired up and love my body Everything I need to be sure, right on time I shoot Bless you There go another one There go another one I shoot Bless you There go another one Another one. We outside, uh, we outside, yeah. I'm a vibe, yeah, I'm a vibe, yeah. Should be a crowd, yeah, you be the slide, yeah, you think it's cap, I see no line, my jack brother, I feel bless you, then go another one, then go another one. There go another one. I absolutely have been just playing that song on repeat for the last two days. I cannot stop listening to that song. It is just, I just love it. I love the album. We are going to have uh, comedian Barry Brewer on in just a little bit. Before we bring him on, Elder Ann, are you still with us? Yes, I uh, am. Okay. My God. I am just so excited about everything that is coming up. And Elder Pearl, are you still there? Are you still there, Elder Pearl? You can unmute. Yes, I had to get off mute. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do some little girl talk until Comedian Barry is, is available. But right now, what just tell me what you guys think about everything that has been said tonight uh i i do know you piggybacked a little bit off of elder pearl elder ann but is there anything that you want to add to what elder ann said elder pearl well let me tell you i'm i'm just impressed at how open ann is about her experiences in life that is what really captures my attention that she can clearly articulate you know where she is in her acting career she can clearly you know talk about you know single women and and women that are desiring to have a mate and this is what captures the younger the, I'm going to say Generation X. I'm going to say all them. My daughter is always categorizing, Mama, no, you're a baby boomer. No, no, that I'm Generation this, I'm Generation that. And so hearing hearing you articulate your experiences is, to me, that's, that's just a door for young people. I believe their ears are going to start to ring. They're going to begin to see you know, who we really are, that we were, you know, we may be a little older than they are, but we we were once in a place where we were trying to figure out life, and we didn't have all the answers, and, you know, we started going to church, but when we met Jesus, we, to me, that's when we come into who we really are. That's when we can articulate who we really are, and that's what I felt from Anne that blessed me, just hearing her Walk in her true identity. 
of who God called her to be just blesses me. It blesses me as well. And this is why we had to have you two on and why I wanted you both to be a part of Prevail. Um, Later on in the show, we also are going to be interviewing a mighty, mighty woman of God. Um, Her name is Dr. Angela S. King. And we just added her. The Lord had placed her on my heart. Um, And just let me just go ahead and do this. Some of the other prayer leaders that we have um, is going to be Prophet Linda Bird. I've been knowing this mighty woman of God for over 20 years. We also have coming Apostle Marjorie Hilton, who is a, a woman of God who has done some amazing glory explosion events um, in the Dallas area and also in other parts of the world. And it's just going to be a phenomenal time of yes. prayer. Yes, yes. I mean, just yeah. a phenomenal time of prayer. And just to go back to what I was saying, just a little bit of Elder Pearl, you stood in agreement with me and you prayed with me um, when we were rescheduling this entire event. Um, yeah. And there were some things that God just gangsterly used you to prophetically proclaim. And within <laughs> 48 hours, we got what what was a no became a yes. That's the best way I could say yeah. it. And I said, we had an yeah. extra experience. What was a no turned into, you go ahead and decree your decree, and I'm going to back it. And so that's what God did for us. He just put his signet ring on March 4th, and he gave it to us. And so um, that was just so, I, I, when you were telling me what you said, because I can't say what you said, but when you told me what you said, in the back of my mind, I said, but they've already, you know, it's it's a no. Like, no matter what you say, I've already been told no. And like I said, within 48 hours, a no was turned into a yes. God is truly able. Glory to God. So I want to publicly say thank you for being you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for the radical, um, the radical for Christ behavior that you have. Uh, the, the, I'm not going to sit down on my praise. Thank you for being who you are. And I have just been waiting for a very long time. to. I wish I could say it the way I want to say it, but, you know, <laughs> it may not come across right. I want to add this. I mm-hmm. want to add something real quick. Mm-hmm. For, for Elder Ann, I just want to I just feel led to say this. You know, a lot of people in my family, they tease me. A lot of the ministers in my family, they say, you know what? You're just a gangster in the spirit. You're just a G. That's what they, they write. They tease me. And when when, when the actress Ann was articulating and explaining, well, you know, a lot of people say, you know, how can you be an elder and how can you be a thug? Well, I want to tell you that I see a contrast even when planning the show that we have coming up, that that's literally what I did. I, I, it's almost like I thugged out, but not in a way that the world would say it. I had to step yeah. into an anointing that, that that was a G where I wasn't afraid of anything. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hallelujah. There is a mantle that God is releasing 
even right yeah. now for whatever yeah. it is that you are believing him to do. And he's saying, step into it. Elder Ian, he explains to you in great detail all the different areas of the things that you have to deal with. And it's, I want to say to you, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Step into the mantle. Come forth. Yeah. I'm calling you forth in Jesus' yeah. name. You have missed yeah. elders over here on this uh, phone, on this the airway. What qualifies you as an elder in the Bible is 40 and over. And I want to tell Come you on. that no matter what your age is, there's an anointing. Hallelujah. There's an anointing to, to walk in your singleness with power. There's an anointing to walk into your marriage with power. There's an anointing to be who God called you to be. And God is releasing it. Receive it right now. Receive it Hallelujah. in the hell. Hallelujah. Tell him Hallelujah. thank you. Tell him thank you. See, Hallelujah. we didn't go through everything that we went through for no reason. It's a reason That's why we're right. sharing this with you. You, you have right. a part and you have a peace. God said, I'm giving you a peace. Do you want it? Yes. If you want it, yes. just receive it. Hey, hallelujah. That's it. In Jesus' That's name. It. That's it. Hey. That's it. Hey. Elder Pearl, I was I was remembering that uh, Dr. James, uh, early on the years when uh, she first came to us at the Potter's house, she talked about the mm-hmm. gangster side of God. Uh, 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 <laughs> come on. And, and come on. That that that's that's the determined, that's the forward thinking, that's the target, that's the whole bunch of things, uh Come the on. gangster side of of God. <laughs> and even in our ministries, you know what I'm saying, when we're yes. focused and we're determined and we're set yes. and uh, yes. we're not looking to the left nor to the right. Come on. But the way Come in on. which he has ordered our steps, hallelujah, glory to God. Come you know, I was there. looking at the scripture she was talking about prevail. And I looked at yes. Jeremiah 33 and 33. It says, call unto me, and I will answer. Glory yes. to God. Come and on, show on. you great, show you great and yes. mighty things. And this is That's what it. we're expecting at Prevail. We want people come to on. just come transparent, just to yes. let all of their guards down, whatever yes. it is, whether it's pain, fear, whatever they've been feeling over the last Hallelujah. three years, because Lord knows that, you know, uh, isolation, mental health, Come on. all of yes. these things yes. that people have found, addictions, all of this yes. stuff over this time where people have felt trapped in. Yes. This is the place mm-hmm. where you come and release and call unto God. He says, call My unto God. me, and I come will on. answer you. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things. So you have mighty to come things. to God with, a, with an expectation of That's him it. answering your prayers and your needs, and he's going to show Amen. up. That's what I told people. When you cast yes. all of your cares upon him because yes. he cares yes. about you, he knows yes. every issue, every problem. Come on, my God. I, all, all people have to do is just come. I like the name Prevail. Come on, yes. <laughs> I, I even yes. like that that name to prevail over every situation <laughs> that has caused you to be tied up, chained yes. up, whatever it was, prevail. God's going yes. to uh, cause no you God. to prevail over those yes. things that you have failed yes. that have held you yes. captive. God is coming yes. to set all of the captives free. 
And yes, if you're is. listening, you need to be in the room. Come on. Come yes. Yes. in the room. Come well, in the what? room. Them old mothers said, come on in the room. Come on. Come on. There you go. Jesus <laughs> is my doctor. He writes all of my prescriptions. You understand? Sing it. Sing it. You got to come on in the room. Come on. Come on. Glory to God. Uh-uh. Got me fired up. Yeah, I'm excited about prevail. I am I'm excited. excited too. And you know what? We are so God. I believe heaven is excited because you know what? Someone who was going to be at the end has been moved to the front. That well, is glory. none oh. other than Doctor. Angela and King, are you there, <laughs> yes. Dr. Angela? I am here, praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> we can hear you, woman of God. All right. Barry is, is you and Barry have switched places, <laughs> so he's going to come okay. on at the end of the show. That means God has moved you up <laughs> in Jesus' name. So, just tell me what is in your spirit right now, because I know you've been listening into the show. Is there anything that God is saying? What is he speaking to you right now to share with the people of God? Well, I've really been listening, uh, just listening to Elder Pearl and Elder Ann and uh, listening to them talk about marriage, and I was like, wow, mm, you better say that again. You better help somebody. Marriage is not a it's not an easy thing. You can't do it without Jesus. Hallelujah! I've been married for twenty seven years, going on twenty eight. And let me tell you, I've been I've been there, uh, Elder uh, Pearl. Sometimes you wanted to just give up and say I'm tired. Come on! This is is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. That's in my book. But God, but God. But God, you got to realize when the enemy is on on his job, and he hates marriage. Hey, my God, say that one more time. Say that one more time. You got to be ready to fight at all times, at all times, by any means necessary. Amen. So I was excited about hearing uh, what you both of you ladies had to say about marriage, as well as I was enjoying. uh, Elder Ann talking about her different projects and and the different parts that you play and, and some of the assumptions of people. And I was sitting there going, well, wow, why would anybody think? But I know they do uh, because I, I've been in different places where I've seen celebrities and they don't even call them by their real name. They call them by their character name. And so <laughs> really getting caught up in those, in those, in those, uh, those title roles. Uh, but realize that they're real people, and that's what they're, they're getting paid to act. And so that's, that's right. exactly what sure an elder can be a gangster. Uh, Doctor Reverend Minister can be a gangster too, if that's what God wants us to be. And you gonna have God, to be hey. a gangster if you're working oh, for the oh. kingdom, Amen. Because you gotta, know how to, you gotta know how to slay some demons, Amen. And you can't slay demons. Being timid, amen. You gotta, you gotta have some gangster. You say, "Come on, what you got? I'm ready for you." So I'm excited to hear about uh, everything that's been going on tonight. I'm excited about prevail. Uh, 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 you ladies, uh, you're right on point. Uh, God is gonna show up like never before. Dallas, Texas, will never be the same again. 
My God. Hallelujah. Everything that, uh, that's been put out in the atmosphere that's not of God, we're, we're going to snatch it out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to reset it. I think I just think the, the atmosphere needs to be reset. What about you, Elder? I think it needs to have a oh, reset.
we'll try to get her again another time. We'll try to grab her and get her on here again another time. But you have some projects that are coming up. You have a brand new book that you just wrote, Dr. Angela. Tell us about your book briefly. All right. Well, the name of my book is Not No Wait, My Painful Journey Through Infertility, Deceit, and Death. This Mm. book was written uh, uh, in dedication of my daughter, Alexis, and it was written also in memory of my mother. Uh, Mm. This book is about the most darkest season of my life. I mean, midnight dark. Wow. I mean, dark, dark, dark. And my mother would always say when I was growing up that, uh, you know, things happen in threes. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, I got my threes. Glory to God. At the same time, back to back to back. But I realized when God had me to write this book, mm, he spoke to me. And he reminded me, and I'm going here to remind you, when you go through those hard times and those dark seasons in your life, it's not about you. Mm, it's not about you at all. It's about the kingdom of God. God is going to use that time, that season in your life to be a blessing to the multitudes. If anyone had told me that I would have written a book about my dark season, I would have told them, no way. No way, no how, never going to do it. You couldn't pay me a trillion dollars to do it. It was, my a, it God. was a hurtful it was a hurtful time. It was a private time. It was a time that I thought that I would never have to talk about ever in life. But my now, God. if God tells you to do something, you're going to do it one way or the other. I fought for years. I said, God, surely you don't want me to tell all of this. You don't. <laughs> People are going to treat me different. They're going to look at me different. They're gonna, it's not yeah. going to be the same. All of those things, and they're going to be all in my business. And you remind yeah. me I have no business. No business is my business, Angela. <laughs> you have to set me straight. So in this book, I talk about my painful road through infertility for many years, uh, actually going through not one, not two, not three, not four, but five miscarriages. Amen. Glory to God. But God kept me. Uh, it, I, I went through a, a four years of, well, really more than four years, uh, four years of serious uh, depression. And you know something, y'all? Depression uh, rears its head. So it, it, it's just like a serpent. It is serpent. It slithers in, and you don't even know it's there. Yeah. I, didn't know, I, I didn't know I was going through yeah. depression. I thought I was just like hurt that. because I was going through miscarriage. I didn't know that I was. Uh, going to bed and, and wanting to sleep all day and not really talk to anybody that those were signs of depression. My God, my Which, God. Because I was into what was going on with me. Goes into the beginning of my life. It talks about, uh, uh, and this book is for, uh, not just for women, it's for men too. I've had some men actually purchase the book, not some things in our few men. It might be a little uh, difficult for you, but pass on by there. There's some other things in there for you. Amen. But it talks mm. about uh, the importance of um, uh, growing up too fast. It talks about the importance of the father being in the home uh, for the girls, for the daughters. Uh, it mm. talks about uh, uh, an area that they still don't have the answer to, which are fibroid tumors. We talk about those. Mm. Uh, yeah. They're still not, nobody knows where those come from to this day. 
different ways uh, that you can help uh, women can be helped through infertility. And I'm walking them through this because I know there's millions and millions of women uh, not only going through uh, infertility, but going through some uh, uh, depression. They're having problems yeah. in their marriage. They're, they're having to go through death. And all of those things uh, uh, yeah. are a lot go through at one time. And if you are not connected to Jesus, you are mm. not going to be able to make it. You're not going to be able to get through this. Make it. This, this season, but you know what? I thank God for this season in my life because this season taught me how to pray. This thank season you. taught me how to communicate with God on a level like never before. This season yeah. taught me that nobody loves me like Jesus. Nobody can make me part. feel the way that Jesus part right can there. make me that feel. Part. Mm-hmm. No one can That's strengthen it. me like That's Jesus. That's it. No one could make my enemies my footstool like Jesus. No my one God. could make my enemies scratch their head in amazement like Jesus. Hey, so hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. This book is going to hey. strengthen you when you read it because you're going to realize it's not just pertaining to infertility. It's pertaining to those dreams that you've been having, that you're not Thank understanding you, why you're dreaming. You're dreaming those Thank things because Jesus is promising you those things. You're not dreaming mm-hmm. just to be dreaming. Those are promises yeah. God has for you. You gotta yeah, take this yeah. it and believe that what you're dreaming for right now, He can do it for you. Come on. Mm, my God. Mm. That business, yes, that ministry, whatever it is that you're hoping for, believe God for it. And you know what? You know what the word of God says? He is so good to us. He said if you just had faith just the size of a mustard seed, Come I can on. do it. For you. Glory to I'll God. do it for you. It don't even have to be big. If it's just that small, if you just believe I can do it, I'll do it. Yes. So what you're wanting for is not going to come without a fight. You're not going to get it easy. Anybody out there know what I'm talking about? Come on, come on. You don't stay married for 30-some years easy. Mm, Come on, man. You you don't stay in ministry that many years easy. Because the enemy is always present. But uh, I will tell you that you will find out when you go through those seasons in your life that you are stronger than you think. That's right. Amen. Stronger than you think. And whenever you try to, if you're trying to open up that business, that ministry, that whatever you're trying to do, remember, you may get a million no's, but guess yes. what? All you need is one yes from God. Come on, somebody. Come on, man. God. Oh, God. All you need is one That's yes it. from God. They will turn your life around. I'm a living witness. That one yes. That one yes from God turned my life around. And you know what? The one yes from God is allowing us to have Prevail and the Alpha and Omega Comedy Show. Woman of God, it's been such an honor to have you be with us tonight. Before we go off, uh, at the end of the show, we are going to give away a copy of your book. Um, And so I'm really excited about that. President Michael Cyril is going to be on right after this commercial. Um, Evangelist Montel, the song that we have next is going to still be in the vein of Pastor Mike Jr. You have got to get to see him. And the song is called So Good. We'll be right back with President Cyril. Damn, Jack! 
said you shouldn't judge a book by its cover Call me lucky, only still alive cause he's so good Yeah, he turned my morning into dancing, I'm laughing Telling everybody that he's so
And if you take one of the corporate job for-profit companies, you're going to get paid $15,000 for the school year. If you work at a nonprofit, you get paid $10,000 for the school year. And what this does when added to the Pell Grant amount, which is almost $7,000, our total cost of attendance is $18,000. So our students are able to attend, and many of them don't have to take out loans. And if they do, they take out far Uh less than loans than they would anywhere else. And on the flip side of it, when they graduate, they've had – you know, years of real-world work experience, which positions them to be more competitive, more competitive in the labor market. That is absolutely amazing. How did you, what did you do to get other people on board to where they said, okay, let's go ahead and make this program official? Well, you know, there are some perks to being the president. Right, so <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's a little easier to get your ideas implemented. But I um, I went back to school while I was a president at Paul Quinn. I went back and got my doctorate from the University of Pennsylvania, and I wrote my dissertation on this idea. And so we effectively, like, I used the dissertation process to build the blueprint and the case for implementing the program. My God. Straight wisdom. Straight wisdom. <laughs> so you know, we all we all you have to you have to use what you have to get what you want. Now you're gonna have to use a different choice of words now. What's another way to say it? <laughs> see, see, let me say this. People take those things to mean other things. The reality of it is I had a dissertation to write. I believed in this program as a way of lifting our students out of poverty, and I used that opportunity to get what we wanted, which was to advance the economic stability of people that we care deeply for. So now there's nothing untoward is, about that. Now, that is a pre- that's the way a president answers. You know, along with this program, you are very, very active in the lives of the students, it's like it's apparent that you really care. It's not just a title with you. What made you want to become a president? And were you always wanting to have this role? Well, so what what inspired me to become a college president was, and Jeanette Cole used to be the president of Spelman. And I had the amazing good fortune of meeting her when I was in college, she and I are both alums of Oberlin College in Ohio, and she was visiting the campus. I was coming back from basketball practice, and one of my good friends pulled me in and said, hey, why don't you come have dinner with Jeanetta Cole? And I was like, what? I don't have to have dinner in the cafeteria? Sign me up, right? And when we were, by the time dinner was over, I was just blown away by her grace, her regalness, her elegance, her intellect, and and she was just cool. And so I thought, well, if this is what college presidents are like, then, you know, I could, you know, this will be one of my career goals. But I didn't, it didn't yeah. make me decide that moment that I was going to work my way up through academia. I had every intention of being a college president, an HBCU college president, to be more exact that that would be my last career. 
right? Like that was my plan. I had no intentions of it, you know, becoming a college president, barely 40 years old. Right. Wow. But that is it has been a blessing. It turns out it's my calling. It is your calling. It, I've seen you on the cover of magazines. It's like you have ushered in something fresh and new in this college. Um, what are some of the other goals that you have for not only Paul Quinn College, but for HBCU schools? Because I hear coming out of you that it's not just about this one location, but you have this for the entire HBCU world. Well, the reality of it is, you know, and I tell people this all the time, we didn't come just to transform Paul Quinn. We came to transform the world. Like our our goal is the eradication of intergenerational poverty. Right? Like that's that's mm-hmm. weird, but we don't think people should live lives of scarcity. We think in a country as wealthy as America that it's ridiculous to ask people to suffer, to struggle. Right? I'm not saying that yeah. you know it's just we have to be better than being okay with people living in poverty. I think schools can play a role in that. I think they can play a more active role. People always want to say, oh, education cures poverty. No, no, it doesn't. Money cures poverty, right? And so this idea that we shouldn't be concerned about helping our people access greater amounts of wealth, well, that's just, I, I don't agree with that, right? I do think that you should, you know, want to learn. And look, I've gone to the finest schools in the country and I believe in lifelong learning, but I really believe in lifelong earning. And I want people to become wealthy. I want our people to become wealthy. I want, I want people to know what it's like to, to live without the struggle of whether or not their bills are going to get paid. And I think HBCUs should tackle the problems of our people, right? I think we should tackle teenage pregnancy and not act like that that's just business as usual. I think we should tackle drug abuse. I think we should tackle all the things that people are struggling with that hold us back collectively. That is what I think our greatest gift can be moving forward. And I am just honored to serve. And we're really honored to be able to give back to this particular school, again, because it is the very first HBCU school in the state of Texas, which I did not know that. I don't know why well, we I didn't are, know, that, but we I are, didn't know that. We are actually the first HBCU west of the Mississippi, right? But I did not let me just that. say this. That's that's just who we were. Who we are today is we are we are roundly considered as one of the five most innovative colleges in America. We do things differently here, and that's why we're so honored to have the opportunity to partner with you all, to partner with the the comedy show, to support our students, and we don't take any of that for granted. We are deeply appreciative. And I know that you don't. Um, I had a few calls with Ms. Kelsell Thompson, and I just want to give a shout-out to her. Kelsell, 
You rock. I really wanted her to be oh, on yeah. here as well, she, but hopefully we are going to have to get her on here. Um, she you has should. Been, we, she has just been absolutely amazing. She is such an amazing representative. Uh, just excellent, excellent woman. Excellent representation. Um, and the comedy show that we are doing it's going to be March the 4th. It's called the Alpha and Omega Comedy Show. It's going to be right in downtown Dallas um, at the Black Academy of Arts and Letters in the Naomi Bluton Theater. It seats over 1,700 seats. And so what we have been doing, we have been asking people to even purchase a row because I lowered the price of the tickets to $25. The seats that are up in the front are only 35 because we want to still be able to give a significant, and it's a drop in the bucket for maybe what you receive, but we want to, we, if people come out and support this show, just this one show, we can give over $8,000 to the program that you are the visionary of, the Corporate Work Program. And so we're really, really, really excited about the show, but this is something that I'm just now announcing publicly right now as we speak that the Lord put on my heart that we are literally going to continue to take this show on the road. The first show, March 4th, is literally going to be a launch. And so we're going to do all the schools beginning in Texas, and we're going to keep going until we have been able to help all and for any HBCU school that wants to participate in this particular um, act of kindness and act of love that we are doing. It's just something that God put on my heart. And so it's an honor for us to have you on tonight, but it's an honor to be able to give to something so, so worthy. I just, before you go, I want to ask you, what has been the impact on the students as a result of you starting the corporate work program? Give me one good testimony. Oh, well, listen, I'll just give you some data points. Every student that is participating in the corporate work program has a job when they graduate. We have reduced the average student loan debt down from $40,000 to between 10 and 12. Our graduation rate has gone up by 30%. The program works. We're changing lives. And the jobs that our students are getting aren't, you know, basic jobs, right? Like these are, these are career. So the system is working the way the system should work. I saw that Chase with one of those companies. Uh, can you give us some of the names, a few names of some of the other companies that have partnered with you all? Sure. Sure. J.P. Morgan Chase, NTT Data. Um, we've got uh, Dallas Life Foundation has been a great partner. Parish Episcopal School has been a great partner. Um, there's somebody I'm looking at right now that I'm drawing a complete blank. Um, it's it's just lots of folks have been incredible. Oh, uh, Amwins. Um, it's just we've had tremendous, tremendous success with people really engaging. The Dallas Mavericks have been partners 
Um, it's the program just works beautifully. Encore, Encore has been Encore. a significant wow. partner. Russell Russell Winnells, the uh, executive search firm. Those are just some to name a few. That is a lot of names, and I just believe by faith that it, it's going to be way more. Be, be, it's going to blow your mind what God is getting ready to do. I just took such a greatness over you, and I'm really, really excited that we are partnering with you all. Guess what, everyone? Comedian Bat Barry Brew is on right now. Barry, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, sir. How are you doing tonight on this Super Bowl I'm weekend? Well. I'm well. Thank you for having me. It is such an honor. I was like, when I thought about what today was, I was like, this is Super Bowl weekend, so can you still do the show? It is an honor to have you on. Can you tell us about, now you have a workshop that you recently started what is the name of this acting workshop that you have? Oh, it's called Authenticity. Yes, um, it starts on the 19th, and it's just about helping actors and actresses understand my my point of view of acting. I think great acting is authentic. I think when we watch movies and television, I think what we feel sometimes in great performances is the authenticity in those moments. And so I'm trying to give what I've learned thus far in my career to up-and-coming um, entertainers. That is excellent, Barry. I do want to ask you, though, what moves you to do that? What, what moves me to do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's just the, the, the passion I have for it. Um, I've taken some classes early on. I've heard about people taking certain classes and just seeing that it's not truly helping them being effective in a in an actor's or actress's career and, and in their performance. Um and, and and seeing that it's disheartening. I'm really a person who wants to be effective in everything I do. And it's sad when I see people paying money and spending time and energy and not gaining anything and not progressing in the thing that they're trying to. So um Someone said I suggested I opened up a movie studio not too far out of Chicago, right outside Chicago. Yeah. And so I thought that this would be, a, um, you know, something else to, to continue to help build the community of acting. I think that's absolutely awesome. And, you know, we just got to ask you one good question about you being on the show, Bruh, with Tyler Perry. What has that whole experience been like? And how did you get that wrong? <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's been a great experience, um, uh, just a learning experience, uh, a dream come true, so many different <laughs> things that I've aspired to that that, that was a, I was able to check off the list with this blessing. Um, <clears throat> I got to audition for the show. I auditioned with the casting director and went through all the channels of auditioning. And was the I guess the one for the job. And in my third audition, and uh, Mr. Perry was in it, and he stopped me in the middle of my performance and said, "You got the role." And I was very grateful for that. Um, and just being able to work with him and see him day in day out on set, I learned so much and just taking it all in. 
You know, I want to tell you something that you really stand out on camera. It doesn't matter who you are on the screen with. Even I noticed it even on games to play. You stand out. Have you gotten that from a lot of people? <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I've heard early on in my career that I had something, a uh, presence about me. I haven't recently heard it. I've not heard what you're saying. Um, I feel that way, but I keep that to myself. Um, <laughs> Cause sometimes you don't, you don't be, you don't know because people don't tell you or opportunities don't come that you would hope to, to kind of confirm that, if that makes sense. I think my whole career, I felt that I was gifted with something special in my, in my talents and, I've had to get it out the mud, as you would say, a lot of the time. So even in my career and in my performances, I don't get a lot of, you know, accolades or praise. Like, um, I just, you know what I mean? So I do appreciate it. But uh, I feel that way. But, no, I don't hear it often. That is just so funny. It, it reminds me of when you, you did um, this clip that I saw of you. You was like, I love basketball, and I can do that, but I just leave it up to LeBron now. <laughs> that was so so funny, but you're gonna you're going to get it. You're going to hear more and more people because people that I have actually spoken to, they have said the same thing that I just said to you. That is something about you that really really stands out on camera. But I also want to ask you about the just believe. What is it called? The the organization that you have. Only believe. Yes. What made you start that? Wait, which part? Because uh, I have my company's Only Believe, and we also have our Only Believe Foundation. So I don't know which one you're speaking. So I didn't even know that it was two different. I didn't know that it was separate. When I first saw it, I just was like, "That is really really cool." Because for you to even use the word believe, that automatically let me know that you were a man of faith even before I knew that you did stand-up comedy. I didn't know anything about you other than you were an actor on television. I just recently found out that you did stand-up. When I saw the name name of it, I said, that's faith. That's faith. Thank you. What experience have you had with your perseverance of this faith? Yes, it's been a journey um, that only believe definitely was given to me by God, not to get super spiritual, but I was going through a situation where my oldest son got taken from me, <clears throat> and um, my child's mom moved and took him across the city. We was living in L.A., took him to Chicago, and I was just at a very dark place and just dis- discouraged, and, you know, career's not going where you want to, had been at it for a long time, and I heard something says only believe and um I started just kind of like moving in that and then I talked to my mentor my pastor and he's like you know that's a scripture and he told me the story of what when Jesus told the man whose uh, daughter had passed away and he was trying to get him to go to the house and he told him don't fear only believe and then I start seeing the meaning behind it so I you know when I create something I try not to be so uh, like, oh, well, let me make it this. It was just what naturally was given to me. And so I, 
that's been my motto. That's been my company. I've created behind my company and all that I do because I think my life is a result of believing alone. It's not just, it's less about any talent or anything or anybody else. It's about me believing, and that's what's gotten me thus far. You know, honestly, I kid you not, and, and the Lord knows that when I say this, I mean it with everything in me. I could tell that God gave you that title. I didn't know what the circumstance was, but I was like, he's had an encounter. Something has happened to him supernaturally because it's so obvious. It's obvious. Oh, wow. Thank you. And I just really I see great that. things for you. I'm really, really excited about you coming to Dallas, even though I'm in Colorado right now, but I will be in Dallas. <laughs> um, we're excited to have you come to Alpha and Omega Comedy Show and be our headliner. And I also want to publicly say this to those that are listening. You are humble. You are not big-headed. You would not believe. You just would not believe. It's people who are not even on TV who are just the most big-headed, suck-up, diva people. It is very unfortunate. And I just pray and see the more you stay humble, the more you have no choice for God to continue to raise you up. And before I, I let that. you go, before I let you go, do you have anything special coming up? Do you have any projects? Do you have any shows, any movies, anything that you have coming up that you are personally working on? Because I saw that you were a singer and a songwriter and a producer and a director. I'm like, yeah. you do it all. <laughs> I'm grateful. I didn't know I had all these gifts. Uh, I remember I crying when I was 13 and I didn't talk to my dad too often and I remember crying and so said, I don't have no gifts. Lo and behold, I got a whole lot of them. <laughs> they just haven't revealed themselves. But I, first of all, I just want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank you for all your kind words. I'm very encouraged and very uh, just appreciative and grateful for that. Um, I, I want to say this. I think most people just don't know who they are and they don't know where their blessings come from. I think, um, I think the thing that I always tell people is, oh, don't ever lose, you know, be humble. And I think the thing that keeps me humble and will always keep me humble is, first of all, God gave me my gifts. I didn't, it's not because of me. And then he then gives you the opportunity to display your gifts. And I think that when you understand that and you put that in perspective, you can never lose your way because you know that you're only fortunate and blessed to be where you are because God's gifted you one and then giving you the opportunity to showcase that gift. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate the words that you shared with me today. Uh, I look forward to meeting you in person soon. Um, and I don't know if you asked me a question. I didn't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. You did pretty good. I just want to give a special shout out to Miss Jasmine. Please tell her that I said hello. Please tell her that I said hello. She is so, so sweet. Say hello. She said, hey. She never made me. So excited. We have a new baby. Oh, how old is the baby? Uh, He's four months. Oh, my. Now, that is a baby. That's a baby baby. That's a baby baby. So excited. Well, we are going to let you go, and I like, oh, one question before you leave. 
who is going to win the Super Bowl? What are you most excited about? The Super Bowl of Valentine's Day. So the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles going to win? Okay. They are. But if they don't win, if they don't win, you got to rub Jasmine's feet for 20 minutes. I'm a rebel if they do win. How about that? When they, when they do win, I'm a rebel. <laughs> Who you going for? I just, I just got a hooked up. <laughs> you did. Who you going Being for? From, do it, coming from Texas, there's no way I can pick the Eagles. But I'm going to be very honest. Jalen Hurt last name is Hurt. I just don't want to see him get hurt if they lose. So I don't want his feelings to be hurt. So I don't know. Maybe we do need to let the Eagles win. How about that? <laughs> I I I got a story. The reason I I would have went for them anyway. I do like Patrick Mahomes a whole lot, by the way. So I am a fan of him. But I've been fortunate wow. enough to perform for the pastor, who's the chaplain of the oh Eagles, God. and a lot of the Eagles so cool. goes to his church. And I performed mm-hmm. twice, and one of the players have signed. and gave me a signed helmet. And a lot of the players from the Eagles goes to his church that I got to meet, and they were very humble, very nice, very good oh my people. Gosh. So I, I have to root for them. I, okay. I think they're uh, just a humble. You're talking about humble, so humble, and so wow. and great people. And so, I, you know, I, it's fortunate I haven't gotten to meet Patrick. I'm sure he's that too, but I got a root for who I know. <laughs> You got a group for who you know, but we don't want Jalen to, we don't want his feelings to be hurt if they lose, so they got to win, right? So, because right. he already stuck with that last night. But I will say this, they are both from the great state of Texas. So, oh, either that. way, Texas, <laughs> Texas wins. wins. How about that? Texas wins. Dallas Cowboys didn't win, but Texas wins. So, you have a blessed, blessed night. Thank you so much for coming on our little humble show and we are looking forward to seeing you guys really, really soon. I appreciate that. Looking forward to meeting you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And tell Jasmine I said bye. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right. Everyone, thank you so much for joining. We went over our time tonight. We did not get a chance to give away our product, but thank you so much for joining us. We are going to have to do it via Facebook. So if you enjoyed the show tonight, please let us know that you enjoyed the show. Leave comments. Blow up uh, Mrs. Rom Campbell's Facebook page. Blow up Ann's page. Blow up Betty's page. Blow up Elder Pearl's page. Blow up Pastor Sir. I said, Pastor Sorrell, Lord Jesus, President Sorrell, blow up all of there for joining us. And I do want to say thank you to Evangelist Montel. Thank you so much for all that you do, woman of God. Um, As we close, I just want to close one more time with a song that we've already played in the opening, and that song is Miracles by Taylor Sear and Pastor Mike Jr. You guys have a blessed night. Until next Thank time. you, Lady Carmen. Thank you. Thank Until you. Until next time. Thank, Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say until next time, everyone, keep piercing the heavens. Praise the Lord. Y'all have a blessed weekend. You too.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.